Welcome to the Martin Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Don and Joe. I can't believe Nick won. Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, I just have to start off there. Like, and, and Nick, I am full aboard the worst to first train right now. I, I can't wait to go to Harry's Trophy Shop here in town and mm-hmm. have them make mm-hmm. a plaque that says, Nick Asbury, Limp Noodle, forever. That's <laughs> yes. So, limp Noodle. So you are, you are, just spoiler alert, you are who I am predicting to win regardless of, of who you start or the matchups. This is going to be great. This is really exciting. Shoot, I was going to pick him, but now I, because I was just going to want one of us to pick the other person. I might have to go to, with Kyle Bash just to do it. I, I haven't talked to Jordan since last week, but he's got to be feeling pretty bad <laughs> about his team's performance. Yeah, he said uh, he was upset for 30 minutes, and then he got over it. Also, oh, wow. uh, look at my ESP. It's like freaking out. I mean, you can't even see it. I can't even like load anything. Don't worry about it. We, Sorry. We've got everything memorized. But for Jordan, outside of Great. Uh, just a recap, Nick won 114 to 79, so it really wasn't close at all in the first semifinal match. Outside of Mahomes and Kelsey, who have been his flagship you know, duo throughout the year, everyone disappointed, like majorly. Kenyon Drake underperformed by 10 points. Austin Eckler underperformed by about 9. Devontae Adams, major disappointment by 12 points. I guess T.Y. Hilton was right on, on par there. Hunt by five. And then the Niners defense by 10 or 11, really, if you because it goes into negative two. He should have listened to us. We did tell him to start the Dolphins. Well, at least I did over the 49ers because of the chance that Dallas blows up. But it wouldn't have made a difference. Apparently, I, uh, I shouldn't have dropped the Miami defense when I did. But I thought it really matters. No, it does not. Uh, well, kind of could matter. I mean, this week. Well, who are you planning to start this week? Because you're playing for first overall pick. Yeah, uh, Buffalo against, I don't know, um, New England. Oh, well, I kind of uh, like that. Eh. For Nick, it's a nice uh, resurgence of Kyler Murray. I think it's probably pretty clear that when he was having his down weeks, it was due to his shoulder, I think it was shoulder injury that he was having. And now that he's, yeah, I think so. he is definitely looking back to his old self. He threw for 400 yards, three touchdowns, also rushed for another touchdown. So huge game from Kyler Murray and everybody else. No one had a huge week for him. He had some people who underperformed, some who slightly overperformed, um, but just no real bust. I guess, I guess Metcalf was a bust. Metcalf was uh, only 6.8 points. Against Washington, you hoped for more there. Yeah, I mean, Coop Cup, Cup didn't help him out too much either. But uh. that was a bizarre game. The Jets beating the Rams. <laughs> that was that was really really strange all the way around. And they've been so so bad against wide receivers and quarterbacks. So yeah, I think you're right there. It is a bust for for Cup. So he had two people who busted, and and still convincingly is moving on to. His first finals appearance. Which he's going to put it in the bag this week. And he will be facing the king of our league for the most of this year. 
Uh, Kyle Bash, he took down Tim 119-89. to Another matchup that wasn't really in doubt. Uh, Kyle had a huge start, you know, to the week with Josh Allen scoring 37, or I guess 37, 38 points on Saturday. That was one of the Saturday games. I was going to say, I was like, I remember you were, you were there with me, weren't you? When that game was we, going on? we were at that game. Yeah, no, we were, we were in Des Moines oh, having Christmas. Oh, yeah. Okay. So between oh, Josh yeah. Allen, and, you know, blowing up on Saturday afternoon and then Derek Henry, <laughs> oh, and someone else on Derek Henry doing his things. He was, he was in good shape, but if that wasn't enough, the start of the year, Tony Pollard. Has he been sitting on him? He didn't just pick him up, right? He's been sitting on Tony Pollard all year no, long. No, he's had him for a long time. Well yeah. done. Like, well, well, well done. Jordan, <laughs> I'd hate to do the math now, but had Jordan had Tony Pollard and played him, would that have made a difference in that matchup? Because Tony Pollard scored 28 points. No, because, I mean, it was – um, it was like 40 points they lost. I just, I'm uh, impressed. Oh, I'm impressed that Kyle made yeah. the decision to start Pollard over both Miles Sanders and Chris Carson. That's bold. That's incredible that he did that. Yeah. Well done. I think he would have, yeah, he would have won either way, right? But still. Yeah, I don't know. I, there may have been a, a world here where if he didn't start Tony Pollard and Tim started both Mike Evans and JD McKissick, that may have. That may have made it a lot closer. It's twelve points. Yeah. Let's do some math. Twelve plus. I didn't six. do. I didn't do my fancy math this week. So. Yeah, that that would have if 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 Tim would have played his optimal lineup, and if Kyle would not have started Tony Pollard. Let's forget about Kyle starting his optimal lineup and put and, in nine point five instead. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Well, Tim. Yeesh. And Tim started off on Thursday night football. He, he was wavering on that Keenan Allen start and at the last minute he put him back in. Ah! He it, all the reports that he was limited and ah, that, that one's got to hurt. I know. I know. So sorry, Shoot. Tim, you fell short this year. Um, we will have as you know, we knew we will have a new champion on the trophy. It'll either be Kyle bash or Nick. Joe, anything else you want to talk about? For the last week's matchups, mm, I guess we should touch on them a little bit. I mean, sure. I mean, I I beat Kyle Schroeder. Probably, I think I scored my highest all year. One hundred thirty-six to seventy-five. So yeah, there's not much to say about that though. Um, and then oh, there's a little bit. I you mean, got you had you had what one, two, three, four, five people all score over eighteen points. David Montgomery, I were you ever close to trading him? I know he was. People were kind of trying to buy low on him at different points throughout the year. Yeah, I mean he was in trade talks. I mean I would have essentially flip flopped him for Jonathan Taylor. I guess Jonathan Taylor has been doing well late lately, but not as good as David Montgomery. Yeah, and it was nice of you to get so. Emmanuel Sanders with Michael Thomas now being out for the rest of the year. Um, but yep. Kyle Schroeder's kind of done for. He has all but locked up the number four pick in the draft. But we'll get to those uh, scenarios yeah. in a little bit. The other constellation, Brian, yeah. 
another big win. Oh man, 130 to 94. His teams have been rocking it the past yeah, two weeks. What's going on here? I know. Well, Jonathan Taylor's doing his things. He, he, we kind of laughed about picking up Leonard Fournette again, and then he ends up getting the start and falls in the end zone for, I think it was two one yard, 20 points there. Tom Brady was doing his thing. And DeAndre Hopkins resurgence and Calvin Ridley. I mean, he's just, it just, I, I don't know like how he feels about it, but it kind of, it's gotta be bittersweet to have your team performing so well in the consolation bracket. <laughs> At this stage of the season. He believed in his team, and I, he had a right to. He just – Yeah. They started turning it on to him. Yeah. He's got to just – you got to perform, Brian, a few weeks earlier in the regular season because if you can just get yourself to the playoffs, things would be looking good for you. And then lastly, there's literally nothing to talk about, but Evan took a commanding lead, 143-90 to 90 over me in our two-week matchup. This is just dumb. So really what we're playing for is is – I guess I'm playing for my third round pick, my slot, because I've traded away my first round pick. So I'm not going to get the fifth or sixth pick. I'm most likely going to keep Nick Chubb for a second round pick. And so the first time I'd be drafting anyway is at the 25 and 26 pick. So they really, really we're playing for, for me. It's like, <laughs> which of those two? And who knows? That point doesn't matter for you. No, it doesn't. So it's really kind of silly. To that point, one of the rule changes that I, I might put out there um, for people to vote on next year is whether or not those weekly payouts should carry through the postseason so that there's a, a sure. little extra incentive or something for people to be engaged with regardless of where you fall in the postseason bracket. You can still go for the high score and have something that you can get out of it. Might be something fun to think about. Yeah, that might happen. It's not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we'll see um so let's talk who are you thinking about keeping right now who are you thinking about keeping well i i'm thinking about keeping nick chubb and then beyond that i don't know aaron jones deontay johnson or terry mclaurin probably one of them yeah deontay kind of johnson has real good value he's got real good value but he's i don't know how trustworthy he is and big ben is I don't know. It's a tough one. He may be the best value of fly keepers, but I hardly started him throughout the year. Yeah. So uh, it's one of those, do I really want to, uh, who knows, but that's where I'm leaning. How about you? Anyway. Yeah. Where you have keepers that you're leaning uh, towards? I'm thinking David, Mon- wow, gosh, I'm thinking David Montgomery, but I, I don't know if this is like just uh, a mirage. I mean, he's, I think he's been the top running back the last four weeks. I haven't done that, the calculations, but it's been 28.7, 23, 25.1, 22.8 are his last four weeks. And I could keep him, I think, for a ninth round. Ooh. So well, if he's a ninth he's the sixth you're, You've got to keep him. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I have no idea. I have Robert Woods as a third, but I was like, nah, probably not him. Uh, Logan Thomas is like, just came out of nowhere and I depends on where he's put if he's put as like a 10th round draft pick maybe I would just keep Logan Thomas or you could just keep the one I mean you've got a lot of early draft picks so yeah that's true too like you gotta force it transactions this week really two I mean there's people picked up little guys here and there but 
Kyle Schroeder picking up Jalen Hurts uh, for his final matchup. I, he's he could go off again against Dallas. He's he's the quarterback that next year is going to be very interesting where he's drafted because he's got that running floor that you know Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray have. And I don't know, like where where would you where do you think he's going to land next year? Is he a top? Is he a top ten? Is he going to be drafted next year? Who, who picked him up in the last one? Kyle Schroeder got him. Oh, okay. I mean, I think he'll be drafted. I mean, but I don't, I don't know if he will be like a Josh Allen, like high drafted, you know, like a fifth or sixth. I think he might be a eighth. Like he might be like the sixth quarterback. Sixth oh, or that's seventh high. Okay, board. so you, yeah, you're you're bought in then being the sixth quarterback off. It could be. Yeah. So that's that's saying someone would be drafting him to start him on a weekly basis with confidence. I think so. Yeah, okay. I, I think I mean depending on these last couple of weeks, but um, yeah, I think that. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of think I think you might be right. The other pickup, and this is a good one, is Nick picked up Le'Veon Bell um, for sixteen dollars. He could get the workload with uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire being out, both in the passing game and and on the ground. So that could be very interesting how things play out there. If Le'Veon Bell comes out, <laughs> all of a sudden makes a, a big appearance in the championship week for people's fantasy leagues, and if that ends up winning. Wouldn't that just be, yeah, insane? That would be pretty crazy. Well, Joe, why don't we turn our attention to next week, and I kind of want to talk about the scenarios real fast of the consolation ladder first. If I yep. kind of looking at this correctly, Brian beats you. Brian gets the number one pick. If yep. you beat Brian, then you, in order for you to guarantee yourself the number one pick, you need Kyle Schroeder to beat Andy because that would put them both at one and two and you and Brian would be two and one. And so you'd win the head to head. If you win oh, and Andy wins, now we've got that three way two and one tie. And that's where total points scored between the three weeks is going to come into play. So uh, in that case, like Brian's got the head start there and, you know, cause he scored 140 something then 130. And so then you, you really Joe, like you're going to need to be monitoring your points against Andy. And I haven't done the math. I don't even know where you guys are right now, but I feel that you guys are probably fairly close. You probably I, have the, yeah, I, I think that I probably have the edge on him. So the first week I scored, Wait, why is why is it what, what's going on there? Well, Andy anyway, has uh, he had Andy did ninety eight and ninety four, so he's at a hundred and ninety two. And yeah, I did eighty six and hundred and thirty six. Two hundred twenty two. Is that right? Yeah, and we do. Mm-hmm. And he had one hundred. So you have thirty point lead like on 30. him. So there's yep. there's a, there's some scenarios that could play out here still. Uh, I think it's gonna be tough. Brian's got 270, so um, I think almost regardless of what happens this week. Well, the, the way that Brian loses it is what I said is Kyle Schroeder beating beating Andy, and then you beating Brian. So, yep. Whew. I think I, and honestly, I think those. I don't know. There's good players on the board every single year, or the first round. Uh, Devonte Adams is on the board this past year. Uh, Julio Jones was Joe Mixon, which he's been working out pretty well. 
Okay. Um, Those last two that you just mentioned have not panned out this year. I don't think they're going to be first round picks. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you, Joseph. Okay. Devontae Adams, at least. Yeah. Uh, Nick there, Chubb, there'll Nick be good Chubb players. Yeah, there's going to be good players. So I think, you know, it does, it does matter, I think, for this consolation bracket. Because oh, some people, so like if I get put in a place where, where I, I keep like a McLaurin or a Deontay Johnson, I mean, those, those are not first or second round draft picks. So that just frees up, you know, another really good pick on the board. So if I did that and didn't keep Aaron Jones, I mean, now Aaron Jones is available there at number one. I mean, yep. he's been great these last two years. So still a lot to play for. and Which we'll talk about keepers maybe next week. We'll have like a keeper talk about, I don't know, maybe. Next week, whenever we decide to do another one. We should do definitely sure. one postseason one. And then we'll okay. figure it out. So that brings us, why don't we talk about the third place matchup first and then we'll finish with a deep dive on starts and sits in the championship. So we've got Tim and Jordan playing for the third place matchup. And I believe the payout there is still $50 to that winner. Mm -hmm. Is it still 50? Good. I, you know, do you ever like when you're trying to like look at the, the matchup, you click the matchup button instead of the box score button. And then like you have to sit through all the ads and everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just don't, don't click matchup, guys. Click box score. Yeah, I hate my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, Do you need to talk to someone? Oh, oh no. Oh, that's fine. It's okay. Um, so, sorry. Are we talking about uh, team by team? Let's talk team by team real fast here for starting with – let's start with Tim's team here. Russell Wilson, still have good confidence in starting him, or should he bench him against the Rams and go look for an option on the waiver wire? Oh geez, um, I think you probably still start him. I start him. Um, as well. Yep. Then you've got to start Alvin Kamara in one of his running back slots. His other running backs, he currently has J.D. McKissick. His other option is Miles Gaskin or Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman's at Baltimore. I don't like that one. Miles Gaskin at the Raiders. If he's healthy, do you go with Gaskin or do you stick with McKissick playing Carolina? I actually would keep with uh, McKissick actually. I think you're right just because there's going to be – well, uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, Gaskin, he's, been getting, he's, he's been, got the workload. He's, he's been good. And the yeah, he's been getting consistent touches. Yeah. Well, that's a tough one, Tim, to think about. I, I, I would go, if I was running the roster, I would go with Miles Gaskin if in all indications are he's healthy and going to be the – the lead running back. But if there's any kind of question marks there, I, I would go with McKissick as well. well I guess, I guess it depends on Antonio Gibson as well, right? Antonio Gibson is questionable. Oh, like he really? didn't play last week. Oh, I yeah, assume so that's he was why. out. I didn't, I didn't think he was coming back all year. Well, that would be different too. If and Gibson's back, then I don't even look at McKissick. It's, it's Gaskin probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wide receivers. You're starting Tyreek Hill. And then he's got to pick two between Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, and Tyler Lockett. Kind of the same situation he was in last week. Do you roll with Allen this week after the injury? Do you trust that he's back? Hmm. I think I do. I'm trying to... against Denver so good. 
but he still hasn't practiced. Um, wait, is he a Thursday? No, he's Sunday. I don't know. But then how do you put in Tyler Lockett, you know? I don't know if you can. I know I talked about him last week, and then he, you know, he, he another disappointing week for what you were expecting. I what, 5.4 points is all he gave? That's five or four, yeah. four duds in a row. I just – I just don't think you can go with Lockett now. I, I know last week I was like you you needed the you know the high floor or ceiling, high ceiling approach. Didn't work yep. out. Um I, I'd bench him. I think I'd I'd leave it. I think I would put in Evans as he has it. And I would I'd start Keenan Allen. Ooh. And if If anything if I mean if not, then I would put maybe Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, McKissick, and then Gaskin. Yeah. Right? He's really got to monitor some of the, the injury reports of, of both players on his roster and, and teammates of some folks in the backfield. Yep. On Jordan's side, he's doing Mahomes. He's doing Travis Kelsey. I guess on Tim's side, he's doing Darren Waller. So no decisions to be made there. Yep. Uh, running backs, Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler, Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott. Who are the two you have the most confidence Jeez. in? Um. I'm probably still putting T.Y. Hilton in there. Uh, Kareem Hunt? Jeez. Well, you can't start Devontae Parker at all. We're we're talking about running backs here. So T.Y. Hilton and Devontae Parker are are not relevant to this part of the conversation. What do you mean running back? Uh, Kenyon Drake and Eckler, right? Those are the two. So the question was between Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler, Kareem Hunt, and Ezekiel Elliott, which two do you have the most confidence in? Oh, you said T.Y. Sorry, Hilton. Drake and <laughs> yeah, well, um, there's... <laughs> I think I skipped forward. I was like, oh, Drake and Eckler are going to start. And then I started looking at our flex. All right. Spot. So That's Drake, sorry. Eckler, yes, we agree. Dante Adams, of course. You're talking about the second wide receiver slot. Hilton, Parker, Higgins. Do you do Higgins? Do you like Hilton? I, I, I don't I don't know if I want to start anyone against Pittsburgh. I know their defense hasn't been that great, but gosh, maybe he has to. I mean, do you really trust Parker? I think no. Ugh. All right, hold your nose and start Hilton, or go look at the waiver wire. Uh, I don't trust Parker. Also, my internet's going. Yeah, you. We're losing you. That's okay. Um. The other kind of thing you could pivot to, and actually as I'm looking at your roster, I skipped over him. I actually feel the most confident in CeeDee Lamb against Philadelphia, just feeling that that's going to be a high, higher scoring game up and down and might be something to consider pivoting to there. Uh, that leaves flex. Roll with Hunt. Keep Hunt there in the flex. The only other option would be one of these wide receivers that we're not very enthused about or – or Elliot. I guess you would do Elliot if he's if he's ruled healthy, right? And Joe's still gone. So that's what we're going uh, to yeah, say. Yeah, I would do help. <laughs> Are you dialing in on your phone? Yes. So you keep going. Oh, we all know that we didn't want to just listen to me talk again, but we will. We will move on now to the championship matchup. Why is the projected score so low? Oh, we're going to Oh, I see, because Mike Davis is low. Right now, the projected score is 95 to 93 for our championship matchup. Normally, we think these would be more up in the you know 110s range. 
Uh, Nick, you already know I'm, I'm pulling for you just so that you can get your name on the trophy. For starts, it's on your side. You're, you're rolling with Kyler Murray. I don't think there's any question there. You're rolling with Josh Jacobs and your first running back slot. Your, your RB2 took a hit. Oh, but then you got Le'Veon Bell, so you just haven't slotted him in yet. So Josh Jacobs, Le'Veon Bell would be my recommendation. You can't quit DK Metcalf or Brandon Ayuk. Those two need to be in as your wide receivers. Then you may have a decision to make between Cup and Antonio Brown in your in your flex. I'll wait for Joe to get back. I want him to weigh on there. But with the matchup against Detroit, I I might go with Antonio Brown in your in your flex. That would mean you're going kind of blast from the past. Teammates Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in your roster to try to win you a championship, which would be a little poetic if that ended up working out. Joe, are you back? You let me in the meeting. Are you with us now, Joe? I can't say I hear you. Oh, he's not with us. Everything is just everything is just I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yes, you are. You need to turn your computer well, stuff off. Turn your computer okay. volume off. Okay, got it. Well done. Well, we just ran through Nick's roster, and the only question that we were left with is, in his flex, would you prefer Cooper Cup or Antonio Brown? Cooper Cup. Bounce back game. He can do it. All right, so we do have a disagreement there. Moving over to Kyle Bash's side. You got to keep rolling with Josh Allen at this point, even though it is at New England. For the running backs, he has Derrick Henry. Mike Davis right now is only projected 2.4 points. I Did I see Christian McCaffrey's – I didn't think he was going to play. He's doubtful. He's doubtful now, but they just haven't changed this. Okay, so assuming – gosh, he's going to – so assuming that – let's say Ezekiel Elliott's back and Christian McCaffrey's out. This. Well, wow, who do you start? Let's just take a step back here. <laughs> Mike Davis, Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders at Dallas, Chris Carson against the Rams. I'd go Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders as the two I have the most confidence in. Who who are the two running backs you have the most confidence in on his roster? Yeah, I would say those two. I would okay. start Miles Sanders and Derrick Henry. Okay, we'll come back on the others maybe in the flex. For wide receivers, he currently has A.G. Brown and Amari Cooper in there. Definitely, he's got to keep AJ Brown. I, gosh, he's always stuck in this position. He's kind of thin at wide receiver. Uh, Juju Smith, Schuster, or Amari Cooper, and I'm going to go with Amari Cooper because of the game script that I think is going to take place in that Philadelphia Dallas game. I think there's just going to be a lot of points to go around, and he's a safer play than than the Pittsburgh offense at this point. Do you not? Do you not think DJ Moore? He just hasn't. I think he find or did he drop him? I don't know. I don't know. On this view, it doesn't show. Yeah, he does. He's, he's on his IR. Oh, it is. So, it so doesn't really show that. Well, maybe DJ Moore. That's something else to consider. And versus Washington. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I would trust that. Washington's defense pretty good. I know. So let's assume that you go with Cooper Brown, kind of our recommendation, maybe take a peek over at DJ Moore. Tight end, Dallas Goddard, Noah Fant, Cole Komet. Goddard, that's who I'd go with. 
Yeah, probably Goddard. So he's just getting the most targets. And then it's this is where he's going to need to just watch injury reports. But now for flex, he'd be choosing between Mike Davis, Tony Pollard, Chris Carson. I just don't know how. He, gosh, I mean, I guess I would go with Chris Carson. I think I'd go with Chris Carson unless Tony Pollard gets the unless he gets you know the nod again. Then you maybe try to follow up with another strong performance there, but. Maybe. I mean, I, I, he did, I guess he did get a lot of passing work, um, but he had two touchdowns. So you can't just like rely on that. Yeah. I don't know. He, he, he was, he was a stud, but I just don't know if he would follow that up. With the same kind of type of performance. Well, I'd be Chris, hesitant to call it back in there. And Chris Carson in his last six games that he's played, he goes touchdown, no touchdown, touchdown, no, well, this is rushing touchdowns. No rushing touchdown. Touchdown. No rushing touchdown, which means this week would be a touchdown. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's probably the most logical one then. There you probably. are. Probably. <laughs> that's who you can put in. Yeah. So who, what's your that's, official yeah, prediction? Are you, are you going with Nick or are you going to ride with Kyle Bash here in the championship? I'm actually going with Kyle Bash, I think. All right. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's destiny here. Uh, I'm tired of picking against Nick. I, I think throughout the 16 weeks of the season, I maybe predicted Nick to win maybe like once or twice. So um, that's probably what got him motivated. And now that I'm predicting him, he's going to, he's going to fall apart on us, but let's hope not. Nick. All right. And then Joe, if you want this week, I'll leave it up to you. Um, maybe create a contest for DraftKings for, um, and invite some folks if if we can get a couple of them. We can do like a four or five way head to head for people who have accounts. Um, it could be yep. um, a low buy in as we kind of get acclimated to it, but um, might be something fun to do, especially you know for us who are who are not really too enthused about our head to head matchups. DFS is now <laughs> more interesting. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll try to I'll try to create one and I'll see. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for bearing with us all season um, and have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year if we don't do a pod before the New Year, which we may or may not. That's right. Have a New Year. Right. Have a new year. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.